Hello everyone, I'm Chris Miller. This is England and Arsenal goalkeeping legend, Mr David Seaman. And this is Ponytails, the football chat, news and nostalgia podcast that you can tune into each week from spotocash.com, the skill-based online spot the ball competition that hands out £10,000 to a winner each and every week. Pretty amazing. David, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Good to see you again. It's uh, been a week since I last saw you. You've been up to much? Anything interesting? Um, yeah, I've been on a, a barge. Oh, yeah, your birthday, <laughs> birthday barge. Your birthday barge. How was yeah, that? barge was great. Yeah, yeah, real good fun. Was it a boozy one or was it relaxing? It was a booze cruise. Okay, nice. Just the two of us. <laughs> you and the missus, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. And so whereabouts were you in London? I went on the Avon, uh, the Kennet and Avon Canal. Okay, you nice. Know. No, I didn't get to London. Got onto the River Thames. Yeah. A little bit and then headed back home. It takes a while to get through the locks, trust me. Really? Yeah, yeah you were the one having to do all the work, right? Most of it, yeah. Yeah. And um, did you have any weird fans spotting you on the way saying, oh my God, that's David Seaman? Yeah. Fair few. You have to take but some Not selfies. too bad. No, no, no. Just stand about. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can't stop. It's it's the perfect excuse, no? I, exactly. I can't swim, so it's, it's the safest place for me right here. Um, that's great. And you catch some football this weekend? Is it, is yeah, it, I saw bits of it. Yeah. yeah. It was it's sort of a not paint by numbers, but like, you know, the yeah. results came in as we kind of expected, I'd guess. Um, it was interesting to see that the the big scorers in the league yeah. are all getting on the score sheet now. Harry Kane is finally up and running now that August isn't, we know mm-hmm. we're not in August. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts about, you know, your Lukaku's, your Aguero's, your Kane's, and, and who you think is going to be fighting for that golden boot at the end of the season. Obviously, Harry Kane's been up there last two yeah. and taken it. Is, it. is it going to be him again, or do you see Lukaku really pushing forwards now? No, um... It'll be close, but if I was going to bet, I would go with Kane mm. because I think he he'll get more chances. Um, and for me, he's more of a natural finisher than uh, Lukaku is. Lukaku is used a lot more as a a holding player, mm-hmm. you know, to hold the ball up and things. And uh, but he's a strong guy, you know, strong in the air. And, but when you watch Harry Kane, he's just, he's such a natural finisher mm-hmm. and. The goals that he gets are all over the place. You know, they're, they're like outside the box, the free kicks, they're in tappings. Yeah, had a diving head. He's got a great weekend. variety and a great. Yeah, he's got a great repertoire of different finishes. Um, and for Aguero, I mean, this is you know he's in a Man City team which has just set a record for scoring five goals consecutively in the top division for I think yeah. it's the first time ever that's happened. To, um, I mean, is he? You know, if City continue to smash teams like that, they might not get all the wins. But when they smash a lower lower down the table team, and he's getting on the score sheet a couple of times yeah. for a hat trick, he could be well up there. Yeah, because it, and he's also really close to to breaking the City goal record. Yeah. Um, but the only thing that I think about with uh, Aguero is that will he be playing all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, at the moment he's on form. You know, but I know that Guardiola does like to chop yeah. and change his forward line. He's not afraid to drop, or not drop. He's not afraid to rotate. Aguero yeah, exactly. Team. You know, but like when you look at uh, Lukaku and Kane, they're always in. Yeah. You know, so that's why I, I go that side. But he's he's a, a he's a box finisher. You know, a lot different to to Harry Kane. You know, all his goals are nearly always in the penalty area. So you know, he, he's fantastic. He's so quick. You know, when you see the size of his thighs, you know why he's so quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's um, yeah, he's a, he's a quality player, and you know, the sooner that he does break that record, the better. But um, yeah, still for me, Kane's the man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, we all hope that obviously these players will stay fit throughout the season, so we can see them smashing in some goals. I'm sure some of the lower league teams will probably be pretty scared to to see them fit <laughs> and healthy there. Um, 
tell me we were playing we were playing with some clips the guys had some clips on our social media sites at spotocash.com right. um, and on Facebook and Twitter and we had this clip from you in back in the 90s uh, Noel Edmonds house party I think it was right. you Mr. Blobby Noel Edmonds <laughs> I'm not sure the context of how you all got on stage at that yeah. point but do you remember that? Do you remember that um, moment? And and why you know? Do you remember why you were there? You were in yeah. the full England kit, looking fantastic. And then these two reprobates <laughs> to start fighting. Yeah. What was it that was going on? Um, yeah, it was just a, a stage of my career where I wanted to to raise my profile. Yeah. You know, so doing stuff like that. You know, I did Noel's party. Um, I was on Anton Deck and things like that. You know, so it was just something I enjoyed doing that was different to football. Okay, it's the football theme, but. Um, but even with that, uh, Mr. Blobby and Noel Edmonds, if you see it, you know they start. It's supposed to be like a penalty shootout, and they do their normal messing about yeah, yeah, and yeah. fighting and everything. But they they hit a flower vase, and it goes over, and it smashes. But then the base of the vase is like jagged, pointing up, and I see that they're just about to fall on it. Whoa! You know, so I like <laughs> I like barging, kick it try and kick it away and push them at the same time you know so that's great you had your head on so you probably <laughs> saved like Noel Edmonds life or Mr yeah, Blobby's or, or Mr Blobby's I don't know if that's a good or bad thing yeah. <laughs> um, was that I mean what were the sort of the fun shows to go on for you back back then was it was that one that you enjoyed going on was it you know, yeah, did you I'd, did Soccer AM at all and, and those kind yeah, of shows yeah I used to do Soccer AM but that was going on there and talking about football yeah you know when it was like Noel Edmonds or Anton Deck you know I remember us doing um a race up, up the uh, or down the Thames, you know, the boat race. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, one of the proper racing boats and that, you know, and so stuff like that. I really, I really used to enjoy. Something a little bit different gets you out of the, the everyday sort of football, yeah. football stuff. Um, that's great. I've just wanted to um, talk to you a little bit about. We've got a couple of uh, Twitter questions, so I wanted to see what what your thoughts are on these. We've got Brucey Bonus, who is at Brucey Bonus, is original <laughs> handle. Did you ever want to play abroad after you left Arsenal? I imagine there were offers coming in. Um. No, funnily enough, there wasn't. But when I left Arsenal, I was 39. Okay. You know, so I was coming towards the end. Would I have gone abroad? Probably, if I'd got, if I'd had a, a chance. Um, but I'd got... It is a bit different of, now, though, with the leagues that are starting yeah, to, to bolster. Yeah. I, would, I would have liked to have gone when I was, like, in my prime. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, just to give it a go. Yeah. You know, different culture, different leagues. Um, but I was always under contract to Arsenal, you know, and I was always happy because... Winning, winning things stuff, yeah. you know so <laughs> so I didn't really want to go anywhere else but um, so no, no MLS um, sort of because that's a kind of a good, good twilight sort of move I know yeah. there's a few players who've done that um, even for a season I, I don't know is that just more of a profile building thing or I think a bit of both get, you know you get, want to go over to America and just to see yeah. but, but to go over to America live the life yeah. and play football yeah great times but yeah. you know I, I agreed to join Man City then I got injured and it was time yeah, yeah, I was 40 and I was ready for it. Yeah, it, it, what's that sort of feeling like when you know... It, it must hit you kind of... It like, hit me in a game, which is really weird. We were, I was playing for Man City, we were away at Wolves, and the ball was down the other end. I got my hands behind my back, as I normally do, and I was like looking around, and I thought, what am I doing? Really? And that's the only time I've ever had that feeling. And then the next day I went in and saw Kevin, I just said, right, just to let you know, I'm going to retire in the summer. Ten days later, I got a smash on my shoulder... Saw the x-rays and everything and scans and I said, right, it's time to call it a day now. Yeah. It was a sign. I mean, a big sign. Yeah, from it. Yeah, <laughs> his shoulder. Chance of dislocating. Can't play golf, can't yeah, ice yeah, skate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, can't fish. Yeah. I'll retire now. Like, damn, if anyone had done this 10 days before. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for someone who's played at the highest level as you have and, and achieved so much, was that a, like, like you say, it must have been a very odd feeling to feel. Did you feel sort of 
do you feel out of place? Do you feel like this is just isn't where I need to be? Like, what was that sort of emotion that you kind of felt in, in that game against Wolves? I suppose it's... It must be because I weren't fully enjoying it, I mm. suppose. But, yeah, it was just like... You, you wait... You, when you get signs like that, you know. Mm. You know that if you carry on when, when your heart's not in it, then for me, that was wrong. I remember Gary Neville having a sort of similar epiphany um, in a game where he, he, he... It was that feeling, I guess, of... As a competitive player, I think you probably always need to feel like I want that ball. I want. I'm going to get that. I'm going to yeah, yeah. save it for you in terms of you know, getting down. There's nothing getting past me. Was there a feeling of like I just don't know whether I'm going to be able to stop the ball coming in, or is it just not enjoying this? No, this, it was just. Feeling? I don't know what it was. It was just. I, I just had that feeling, you know. But but don't forget, I made I made the best save of my career when I was 39. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't the fact that I I knew I couldn't get to a certain ball yeah, or anything yeah. like that. It was. Um, yeah, it just it's just a stage that I was at where, you know, retirement was going to be close, and and I was ready for it. Mm. You know, people say, "Oh, do you miss it?" And I've been retired nearly fourteen years, and I haven't missed it one bit. That's a good. That's, that's a good sign. Yeah, mm, and I'm still like, I'm still busy. Still can't get enough golf. Yeah, yeah. All right, I fish in the garden. But that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a right bonus. Um, you know, so I'm yeah, still busy and still busy doing doing stuff that I want to do yeah. and, and when I want to do it that's great and we're very happy to have you when you come and see us as well <laughs> um, talking about you being 39 and making an incredible save we've got a awesome little clip reel that cool. we want to go through uh, we, let's call this we're going to call it the the good the bad the funny and the great because that's a nice I've just made that <laughs> um, but so we've got four clips here we just want you to talk us through these are big moments in your career right. moments people remember for different reasons uh, yeah. um, just start us off I by certainly set, remember this first one set, set us up on this first one then. so what, what have we got what, what was this got the uh, Dicko Lee Dixon own goal against Coventry which like I'm looking at it now and there, there he goes like bye <laughs> What was he thinking about? So what, what was the, what, what was the the moment here? Like you, obviously it's back in '91. I think had had the had the back pass rule recently been you know? No, I think he was still on then. You know, so he was just trying to waste time and you know just pass it back to me and then. Hang on, so it wasn't a case. That. It wasn't a case that he'd gone for you, gone for you to somebody to catch. No, he was just passing it back. You know, but why why he chipped it like that? I don't. Well, it's probably because I, I know his club foot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did, so. He, he, we were talking about this the other the other week, and he says that it just flew off before. Yeah, he yeah. says I just like went to swing it, and because I was so relaxed, yeah, yeah, he said just... I got perfect timing on it, and and he always claims that you started the getting lob, lobbing scene oh. and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, if he's um, my best mate, I'd have punched him. Well, I mean, at least it goes down as a Lee Dixon own goal. That's the, that's the yeah. it doesn't go down yeah. as anything else. I mean, no. It's not your mistake. I know, exactly. But, um, you can kind yeah. of see him turning away, just sort of being like, please don't go. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he knew I was in trouble, because even if you watch that, I get a decent jump on it and I'm nowhere near it. And and this was the... this was Because were you, were you tempted to go to just try and palm it over? I was just trying to get something, something on, it. on it. Yeah, I don't know that... It, it, it was too much. And this was the first opening few seconds of the game as well, was it? Yeah, first first couple of minutes, I think, yeah. So quickest, quickest home goal. I went goal. on to lose the game. <laughs> oh, you lost it as well? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he, I'm sure he'll take, he'll take yeah. that one to the grave. Yeah. Sure. Lee's, Lee's had a few own goals against me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, he had a great header at Ipswich. He had another one where he was trying to clear it at Millwall, I think, at a corner near post, bang straight in. So he's, I think he's got that trick. Yeah, you two have a great games. partnership. Yeah. A great school yeah. partnership. You won't believe we used to room together as well. Really? <laughs> um, so we'll go on to the next clip. Oh, here we are. This is better. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. So this is a great clip here. This is your, this was your um, 
Sheffield the, United team. 39 years old. There you go, 39 years old still. Yeah. So still he going. comes in there and then he, he ping-pongs about a bit. And then, yeah, I, I knew... And thank God uh, Jagiel could put that over the bar, otherwise my save doesn't get remembered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, t- tell me, as it, as it comes in, it, it sort of, like say, it ping-pongs about a little bit. As, yeah. As, you know, your mind's still obviously right, ready to go. Is it, as a keeper, it must be quite difficult to not go on the first. Yeah. Because well, you could have made a jump at some point and just been on the floor. But yeah, because what, what I do is, if you look, so every time where a player meets the ball, I'm, I'm in a set position to save it if that's on target. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I have to move side to side. And then when the ball goes to um, Pesky Scalido, he, he gets sort of a, a header shoulder on it. He's not a clean header, which then gives me the chance to to dive back, you know. But I still like to dive back and and not just palm it. I had to hook it out because if you didn't right palm it, would have just gone straight in. Yeah, because I was diving you backwards. You couldn't use any of the momentum. You actually had to generate your own. I had to, out. you know, just first of all make sure it stops, yeah. and then scoop it out, you know. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, good moment. Do you remember? Do you remember that? That so I could imagine sort of a slow motion kind of feeling when you're in the edge. Do you, do you remember sort of going, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get"? It. Or was it all just automatic? <laughs> just happens. happens. Like so quick. And then what? What makes me laugh though is, is is my face afterwards. I've got proper serious face on. Yeah, yeah. And I've like just made a great save. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's rubbing my arms up, shouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's probably because remember you saying once that um that you weren't playing well in the game. No. The team was not doing. We were only one nil up at the time. Yeah. I think I think the game finished at one at one nil. Um, yeah, so we, we weren't doing well. Very important save. And did you go on to win the uh, FA Cup that year? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, and I was captain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I raised it, but it was my last game for Arsenal. Oh, well, but I didn't know at the time. I don't mean to, I don't mean to kill the mood, but we'll go on to the next game. Because we obviously, there's, you know, as any goalkeeper can attest to, they have great moments in their career. And yeah. Inevitably, there's moments which they want to forget because that is what being yeah, a goalkeeper yeah, is all about. Yeah. Um, talk me through where we were on this on this. Right, line. can we just get one thing sorted straight away? It's not the halfway line. <laughs> See, so right, there it is. All you Tottenham fans, Chris. <laughs> Are there songs? It's near it though. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's uh, quite a few songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, this is the last minute of extra time in a, in a European Cup final. I mean, it was last kick of the ball. Yeah, you, you know, and, and what I'm doing well, that I used that I did. A, hundreds of times as trying to play high as a keeper sweeper you know and as you can see there's a couple of Zaragoza players making runs so I thought that was going to get played through and um, and the name just turns around and, and gives it a good old thump you know and to be fair to him he, he meant that yeah you know, and and as soon as he hits it he hits it so high and it's and it's swerving that I get I get my feet mixed up and yeah. then I've got nothing when I get to the ball I haven't got any strength yeah. you know I talked about the strength yeah. hooking the ball back before when I actually get because I get my hand on the ball uh-huh. but because I'm moving backwards yeah. I find it really hard to get anything out so. I mean it's it's one of those things it could have gone absolutely anywhere but like you say it swerves around in the, was it at Wembley yeah. that game? No 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 it was in Paris in Paris yeah. I mean, swirling in the winds I imagine no it was just he meant it yeah. you know so yeah. but he probably he wouldn't do that no you know once in 50 times or 100 times yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but it, it happened and it's, it's one of them I'll play it ah uh, <laughs> god probably, yeah, <laughs> there he goes look see now I'm running backwards and it swerves and do you know what on the what I remember about that as well is you know where the, the net is it looks as though it goes into the ground it was like on a, a steel post and I remember like smacking my elbow on the post, uh, <laughs> as well as a bloody yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and it was and it was so close to the end of the game as well that there it was, was last. Uh, yeah, we we restarted and the whistle went. Yeah, you know. So 
Yeah, it, it's it's one of the the two moments in my career that uh, I'll get well remembered for. Well, I'm more so that you just want to forget. <laughs> I'm sure you won't be remembered yeah. for those at all. You know, even um, even you know all the Tottenham fans, they they obviously they've got this song about a halfway line. I don't know anything. They, about they brought it. out a fan a fanzine thing called uh, "One Flew Over Seaman's Head." <laughs> Is that like a children's book? Or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, yeah, so they had they had quite a lot of fun with yeah. that because obviously Naeem used to play for Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, let's go to the next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, number four here. Oh, no, we have... you in slow motion. Yeah. That Sorry. Off. Yeah, we did. Uh, we drew that one out. <laughs> um, this is a great one. This is one that we can all get behind. No matter yeah. what club you support. This is the England versus Scotland Euro '96 penalty save against Gary McAllister. Yeah. That um, um, my good friend which... Tony Adams who just had Sunday lunch with um, yeah he, he given the penalty away and um, let's see look at that yeah. good curtains so we all um, know that Yuri Geller actually <laughs> saved this penalty yeah apparently yeah. well to be fair is. to be fair though the ball did start oscillating you know it, it was moving just a little bit and and Gary is a well it was a really good penalty yeah he was He's taking penalties against me I think for Liverpool and Leeds mm-hmm. and, and he changed his sides and, and that's how you know a good penalty taker, you know. So he, he would change sides. You yeah. wouldn't know where he was going to go. Do you have? Do, do you study these guys um, in the lead up, or is it is it almost a, a, a little bit? Start to do that at the end. But I had this this theory that I always use, where whatever angle they approached the ball at dictated to me which way I was going to go. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I use that all the time. Yeah. And and I just waited for them to put their head down at the last minute when they look at the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I used to say, I've got this secret theory and all that. So yeah. just to add the pressure on the penalty taker. And, and so what's, tell me a little bit about the, the ball starts to move. Starts to move a little bit, what? but then but then Gary just runs. And, and and I think that the fact that it did start to move is why he, he went for pace. Right. Rather than he trying went, to place yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he hit it that hard, you know, that I, I couldn't, I couldn't move my hand to it quick enough. So I just stuck my elbow out. Yeah. You know, hoping and. Uh, was, that what, was that your favourite penalty save? Um, I think it was one of the most important ones. Yeah. But the one, uh, you know, against Spain was, yeah, was yeah. pretty, oh, no, yeah, was pretty, pretty decent because that got us into the semi-final. Absolutely, and and because this this McAllister penalty was in the during the game. Yeah. At, what, what was the score at that point? Is it nil nil? We were one nil. One nil. Gas coins got. Yeah. So I saved this. Mm-hmm. It goes out for a corner. Ball comes in. I think there's a foul, or I get the ball, roll it out to, to somebody. They knock it to Gaza like. Literally two oh, minutes okay. later, and two now. He steals all my glory. All my glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's play this. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's have it. Let's wallow in the glory of this one. Yeah, it's a good one. And, so uh, Yuri's doing his stuff up yeah. in the helicopter or yeah. something. And then what <laughs> I remember is, look at Tony. You see Tony like bombing. He comes up and gives me like a massive hug and a kiss, and yeah. he's like, got a, he hadn't shaved. He was really brisk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tony. That's great. Well, it's amazing. It's great to relive those memories as well because that is absolutely a brilliant moment for, for yeah. you know, England fans and David Seaman fans. Yeah. As exactly. I am one of those, of course. <laughs> um, David, thanks again. That was really good fun. Uh, guys, everyone at home, make sure that you join me and David every week on a Monday to decide the spotocash.com winner. You can see all the branding behind us. We do this every single week. All you have to do is decide where the centre of the ball should be in an image taken from football games of years gone by and you can win £10,000. Hopefully it'll be you next week. We'll see you then. David, see you then. Cheers. Guys, see you next time. Goodbye. (laughs) 